Hot Seat driving at it. Hot Seat going home the best in the middle and grabbed the lead at one. Hot Seat by a long head to either vintage quarter. And Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. Welcome to Fourth Not First. Coming at you a little bit of a different schedule with a Thursday night. Uh, Ash and I were too excited about the game on the weekend. We just had to wait an extra day. Ash has got the Tigers. Jimmy Jam's on. He's very confident in a victory on the weekend. How are you, Ash? I'm good, mate. I'm a little weary, a bit tired, but um, apart from that, I'm pretty good and really looking forward to Saturday night's game. It's going to be good. We've, we've planned out our pre-game. Just heard on the news we've got to get there early because the uh, the trumpets start at about 6.40. So oh, yes. you see the horse go around and everything. It uh, should yeah. be good. And over on the right-hand side of my screen, as always, Russell Healy, owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock, all-round good guy. What this guy doesn't know about racing isn't worth knowing. How are you, Russ? I'm good. I I could never live up to that kind of intro, but I'm doing all right, Richo. Thanks very much. Great to hear. Let's find out why Ash is weird and uh, find out what's been going on, either down at the farm or wherever you have been, because I don't think you've been down the farm, have you, Ash? Um, not a lot, Richo. Um, that's fair. Uh, I'd look... Uh, Monday I did, uh, I went to the trials, so we had trials on Monday, we took uh, five horses to Avoca to trial on Monday, so that was really good, so we had some real positive results I felt out of the trials, um, Russell's reviewed them all and done the times and the sectionals and uh, the splits and everything in between, um, but uh, from the trainer's point of view, uh, he's pretty happy with the way the team went. Um, I suppose uh, that the the big ones are um, the giant pumpkin's back. He uh, he just just put pay to uh, meteorite in his trial. Just said, "See you later." Clean set of pumpkin heels, um, which was good. Um, anybody who does the form knows that meteorite won the nine fifty five. Challenge at the Valley in a time of, Russ is going to correct me on this, but 54.57, maybe, something like that. It's 54-something, but uh, that's pretty bloody quick, any way you look at it. Um, and then uh, we had uh, Mark's line. He, oh, geez, now they pulled the computer over there. Um, Mark's line, he, uh, he he got out the back and uh, and worked the line good. So another one, Russ and I, own shares in. So uh, we're looking forward to him. He's going to be more of a 1,400-metre horse, but uh, no, we, we like like what he's doing. He's by Nostradamus, and Russ is a big fan. As we know, he talks about clairvoyance every week. So um, he's good. Yeah, um, and then we had uh, Sports Gazette, who um, probably last time in Sports Gazette, I was probably hastily uh, shoving him towards an online sale. I wasn't a big fan at all. Uh, I thought he trialled quite well, and he's made significant improvement. So uh, he'll go around again to trial and, and see if it goes a little bit better. But I thought what he did was very good. Um, for those that you... that. Uh, listen to the podcast, that would be Little Zipper's younger brother. 
So uh, maybe we've got to play for the Sports Gazette Cup. I don't know. Um, Sports Gazette Cup. And then we've got uh, one of my faves, the Wonky Donkey. The Wonky Donkey. And uh, surprise to to everyone, Wonky Donkey won his trial. Uh, so that would be run, Jimmy run. You know, he won his trial. Um, the time was okay. I wouldn't have said it was blistering, but he did enough to uh, beat what was in front of him, and he did it quite well. So uh, that was quite encouraging as well. And then finally, the horse I've been waiting for in Savoir uh, trialed over 1,200, and he trialed against a couple of reasonable horses in uh, Fox Play and um, Russell, you might want to help me out here on the other horse. Um, one was Hakey. And, if, if, and the other one was Playoffs. So Shiloh wasn't in that, right? In that trial? It could have been. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure for memory now that. Uh, the, love, love the informative nature of this podcast. It could have been. It's, it's well, been. look, jump outs are a funny thing, Richie, because jump outs, anything can happen right at uh, right at the at the knocker. So um, trainers are a bit they're a bit cagey. Trainers at jump outs. Uh, I don't know what they think they're playing at. I don't doesn't bother me too much. But um, and yes, there was a horse Shiloh in that that trial as well, but he. Uh, I'm not sure. We didn't quite determine whether Shiloh was the, in the the league group. Um, it was definitely Archie Alexander's horse, I think. But um, and then you've got uh, McAvoy's in uh, Fox Hall on the inside in his trial. Uh, Savoir was really good. Got out late. Uh, hit the line really hard. I think he would have mowed straight over the top of him uh, another fifty meters, and. Um, so it looks like we've got him on track, uh, and finally I think we can go to the races. Uh, so uh, I think um, we might even lock it in now that Savoir straight in the multi uh, next Saturday at Sandown. Um, under the new rules, he'll fit right in. So just lock him $2 in. $2 plus? Oh, well, at least $2. So uh, trained by a bloke who can't train a winner. So, um, yeah. Can't can't help but get fifty to one about him, surely. But no, he was excellent, excellent. All the work uh, has been paying off, so uh, we look forward to getting him to the races and, and hoping that he can uh, come through it well and, and hit the line. So that was the the trial wrap. Um, and then yeah, since then I've basically been driving, 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 driving. Uh, I've been to Sydney and back in two days. Um, because the good son-in-law I am. I went and picked up a caravan from my father-in-law, and he uh, he told me he said, "Oh, it's not too bad. It's it's just just this side of Sydney." Um, so I got up to Sydney. I still had two hours to go. So uh, it definitely wasn't this side of Sydney. Uh, in a this little, side little being town. Perth side. Ah, <laughs> uh, Papua New Guinea side, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was a lot closer to Brisbane than it was Victoria, I think. So, anyway, that's all good. But uh, we got up there and we got back at 10.30 last night, so I'm a little bit tired tonight. But uh, 
we'll soldier on. Nothing, uh, a few, a few beers won't fix. Absolutely, soldier on. That's what we do. Just at the trials, biggest trial update we've ever had on the podcast, I reckon. <laughs> it's probably the biggest amount of trialers I've had on the podcast since we started, I'd say. Sensational, sensational. So and they all went well, so I want I want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. When they go shit out, so I don't want to talk about it. We won't talk too much about those. Uh, <laughs> so let's slide over to our weekend racing review, thank the Healy Bloodstock, where procrastination becomes realisation. You've had an extra day. Cannot wait to hear what happened on the weekend. Uh, there was some racing, uh, apparently. I didn't see any of it. Uh, I still haven't seen any of it, even with my extra day to prepare. Um, standouts were uh, have to be hung, uh, Adabe uh, and winning the, what was it? QE2, Queen Elizabeth, whatever it is. Uh, very elegant. Good run, second. Um We'll touch on some of that later. Uh, in Victoria, a uh, couple I want to mention were not these ones. Uh, Finance Tycoon absolutely brained him in the showdown. That was very impressive. Um, La Mexicana won the Gold Dash, which Sounds out to be a pretty handy race. I like that race. And they were there was only five and a half lengths first to last, which is it's pretty good going. Uh, it was um what do you call it? Owner's Day at Caulfield on Saturday, which is always a good day. A couple of good races in um what's that place? That backward place, South Australia. Shout out to all our South Australian listeners. Um uh, Muntasira, who uh, I had in the multi a few weeks ago and ran like shit, it won the Redelva. Uh, beat some decent horses there with Instant Celebrity and Minaj and Maliva. And pretty good. Tysh Goddess came over from Victoria and picked up the Auroria. Auroria. Uh, Steinem was a bit of a flop at $1.60, ran fourth. Wasn't a horrible run, but... At a dollar sixty, you just hope they're winning. Camel Parser won the Irwin. That's as far as I got. So I'm glad Ash filled out the first half of the show with his <laughs> jump out review because oh, it's been one of those weeks. It was important to jump out review. It was very. Absolutely. It's all about future winners. Well, that's what I'd rather find future winners than past winners. You heard it here first. Now, let's jump over to our punting segments. The three of us and two other blokes, Dolphin and Forty, we like to pick a horse each on a Saturday, must be running the Australian Saturday, and we try to pick up a multi. And last week I threw down the gauntlet and said, I'm sick of the chicken feed. Yep. Multi-pick has to be at least $2 for the place. And, boy, we put in that multi, and the dollars were uh, just, oh, the potential winnings were outrageous, what we were going to get back. Unfortunately, we didn't get any of it back. 
but it was exciting once we put the ticket in. Um, I did not come anywhere near it. Ashford, with Paul's regret, did hit his multi-place. Uh, Rusty, no good with Odium. Dolphin with the wild ruler. I mean, where's he been? Why hasn't he been picking these all along? It's uh, seven dollars and two thirty-five for the place that came in with the win and forty with the hashtag. So certainly not the worst uh, we've ever gone in the multi. And yeah, there was a, it was a lot more lucrative. So I think we'll stick to that, or maybe we might even bump it up to five dollars a place. We'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll stick it too, but. Uh, yeah. Which I was uh, drunk. A good little, uh, well, you waited drunk. until Thursday. Drunk on excitement. Uh, over to the bragging rights. Let's have a look here. Bragging rights, same five blokes. We get pick uh, two more horses each and uh, assumed a $5 each way bet. And we see who comes out on top with their returns. There we go. Oh, shit. I've got the it's bragging rights. probably okay. appropriate. Oh, no, you did well, Richo. Yeah. There we go. We, uh, Apart from he didn't put that tip in his multi. Yeah, well, that's the problem, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, so oh, I had a little runner at uh, one o'clock, just after one at Morfittville, Canford. Six dollar win, two dollar ten place, a nice forty dollar collect. Then had a hashtag. Uh, Ashford had a place with literary magnates, and. Forty had a couple of places at Randwick, Rainbow Connection, and Wonderbar, one of our favourites on the podcast and on the, the multi train. But uh, yeah, I came away with the chocolates at uh, forty dollars and fifty cents. Forty runner up there at twenty four seventy five, and Ashford third place with eleven seventy five, and Rusty and Dolphin did not trouble the scores there. But, uh, so there I go. Little trumpet didn't even realise. That's you're on a roll, Richard. That's three of the last four. <clears throat> three of the last four. Look at me with my. It's. Do you know what it is? It's. Uh, it's the under five minutes I spend doing the form that uh, really <laughs> helps me through. Uh, no, that's good. That's three, three out of four. I'm happy with that. Should I'm, be. I'm all like the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Many trumpets. Ace. Um, and as we go in uh, the quaddy, any any ideas? We'll have a look. I don't think it was very good. We didn't win it. No, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I'll have a look. That's uh, got quaddy. We got the first leg and we got the last leg. First and last. Nothing yeah, the two been. legs that matter. Yeah. You've got to get the first and you've got to get the last. It's just that shit in the middle that we had. So a little bit of excitement with the uh, extra value on the multi. Hopefully we can hit it this week. We'll stick with our $2 placings. And uh, let's see if you boys can take me down with the trumpet. It's a bit like a golf. Trying every week. I'm the crappiest golfer and I'll take the prize home. I'm the crappiest punter. I'm taking the trumpets home. It's just amazing, really. Wow, wow! All we, right. we do, we do hope you pick up your multi form this week, Richard. Okay, hey, I hit the multi like, the week before. Come on, mate. Ah, oh, that doesn't matter. We're talking about the real multi now. The lucrative no, multi. I, I had a two dollar place. 
I'll, I'll have you know the week before. You did. You did. So I'm, I'm doing. I'm going gangbusters. Let's have a look at the stats, actually. Oh, they've been updated and everything. Let's have a look. Nine bragging rights wins for me. Where's the dollars? How are we looking? Not much change there. Oh, I didn't do what I said I'd do last week, did I? I did say I'd do a little bit of a calculation on who'd stuffed the multi. I'll make sure that's in there for next week just to, so we can reminisce. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we uh, do a bit of did you see that? Yep. I hope you bloke saw something because I didn't see a hell of a lot. Well, I, it's a little bit disappointing that we didn't have the pod yesterday because it was our man Yendel's birthday yesterday. It was. Oh, happy birthday, Yendel. And there's yep. a shout-out to, shout out to Yendel, uh, Yendel's birthday. Pikey wrote a travel yesterday at Ascot. Oh, Pikey! Just on top of his, man. on top of his four on the weekend. But it doesn't matter because Yendel won the showdown in the showdown. Yeah, and that's what it was all about. You're just making the rules up again. Uh, but yeah, so uh, sort of that. Um, what else did I see? Oh, how's this? This 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 is the kind of golf that Ashford wishes he was playing. Oh, no. Any what? would be good. I lost it. Um, Lydia Coe's last 100 holes of golf. One eagle, 39 birdies, and one bogey. In her last yes. 100 golfs. The rest pass. Gone okay, is it? That's, it's not bad, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, I mean, that's uh, if. She's playing off the dolphin tees. Hey, mate. <laughs> the golf that we play, it wouldn't matter what tees we played off, to be honest. I think I need to we play should off do the that one day. Um, par three playing tees. <laughs> we should do that one day. We should just uh, tee up a cheeky nine somewhere and all, and all play off the ladies' tee and see how it goes. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Why would we do that? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Just something different. It's like playing. Why would we play off the black tees? Uh, challenge. Might be a challenge off the red for some. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Ash. Yes, it would be for me. Especially for those blokes who have trouble getting it off the tee. Uh, it's trouble getting it off the ground. Um. Uh, that's uh, actually no. Yeah, I want to mention um, <laughs> the guys um, who own uh, very elegant putting out a match race idea to um, with a day. Which really five? I don't know what it was Bray Sokolowski or whatever his name is. He wanted to put yeah. five million dollars up each. Winner takes all. Now, Jesus. why doesn't someone just tell him to pull his head in and get rid of Just forget about this stupid American crap. Yep. I, I actually don't we have don't a problem do with that. that shit. We do. Oh. The last horse, I, I can't remember who it was. Was it Let's Elope and Better Loosen Up? Oh. It was a match race in the 90s. Um, but but the, the thing that I don't understand is that 
his horse would be disadvantaged in that kind of unless unless whoever rode his horse decided to take the initiative and not sit there waiting for someone else to do something because a Dave can bowl along in front and fight him off like he does. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway. It's a stupid concept and it can get in the seat. Word of you. Yep, special yeah. special comments from Ash. But uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. But, um, yeah, that's about it. I don't have anything else. No, I haven't got. No, nothing, nothing from me. Nothing special. Nothing from uh, de- Demon Demon Land. Oh, there's plenty from Demon Land. Geez, where do you want me to start? Nathan Jones, three hundred games. Just I, saw, I saw a stat. Resilience personified. Nathan Jones will take the mantle of the fewest wins in his three hundred games from Kate Simpson. <laughs> Absolutely, ninety-eight. Ninety-eight wins yeah. out of three hundred games. Wow, that's a hard career. But, but he's a tough, tough career, and that's why we love him. But he's, I, I, he's, he's a great footballer. I really enjoy watching that guy go about it. And he's not the most talented nah. player, but uh, he's always there, at the bottom of the pack. Well, not these days, but playing role. But uh, and geez, he could have left so many times, but he didn't take the easy option. Nah. Stuck around at the D's. So looking forward to seeing him run around this weekend. Yep. Hopefully, get some uh, reward for his loyalty because there needs to be more of it in the AFL. It certainly does from yeah. both club and players. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice, but why are you throwing around millions of dollars? Nah, that's not oh well, happen. that's right. No, I agree with it. Oh, speaking of millions of dollars, you have remind what what. You saw this weird super soccer league shit? <laughs> no. No, that would be the last thing I would have seen. I did what see it. What was that? And <laughs> I, 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 I actually live in – I'm an Aston Villa supporter, so, you know, we're not exactly going real good. Um, but I live in a house with Liverpool and Tottenham fans, and I just oh, – I said, you guys are going to enjoy playing on your own for a while, just in your own stupid league and whatever. And geez, it fell away, fell apart fast, didn't it? Just disappeared overnight. Fancy not talking to anyone and getting your fans on board. You can't, like, I absolute fast, greedy. And isn't that the thing though? With um, I'm not a big follower of of soccer, but isn't that the thing though that? It really is the fans that bind it together. Like it's those Liverpool, like said, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Manchester United, you know, whoever it might be. It's the fans that really make make it what it is. Well, they're the ones that uh, throw punches in the stands and sing. <laughs> well, they're nut jobs. <laughs> like they're prize nut jobs. Um, well, yeah, it's. Absolutely. It's a hilarious thing because someone made the point like um, the Premier League, when you watch it now, it's 
it's just odd because you've got the best players, some of the best players in the world running around with no crowd, no atmosphere, and it just is not the same thing. It doesn't it doesn't have anywhere near the same kind of appeal without fans. So the first person you have to ask, and everyone agrees, Eric Cantona had a great video where he says that <laughs> it's rubbish <laughs> without fans. And um, it's just a really good point. And then, you know, you go and do this without consulting the fans. And one of the best parts about, I think, about soccer compared to AFL, right, is that if you're shit, you get relegated to a lower league, right? And so... You know, you look at <laughs> having been a Carlton supporter for so long, you know, we struggle town, whatever. Yeah, we might tank and get, you know, you know you're losing so you can get a good draft pick or whatever. But there's no real consequence. Like, who gives a crap at the end of the year? You're going to finish 11th and you're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Whereas if there's a team that might win a few games and push you into a lower league, it's really fucking, like... Every game means something, and that's where soccer has a thing. That's what that Super League, those 12 teams that were going to – the uh, inaugural teams, they weren't going to get relegated ever. They were safe. They could be the shittest teams going around, but they were safe and just uh, ruins the whole thing for you. you got to play into, into like that Champions League and whatever. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's what makes it interesting. Uh, week in, week out. And without that, it was just a poor idea. And they just thought that people would just blindly follow and and they were wrong. Americans. Americans trying to run a game that they don't understand. Yeah. It's always the Americans. It's always Americans. It's not World Series cricket. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. You know what that means? What does that mean? That means it's time for our favourite um, segment, isn't it? Oh, our world-famous segment. <laughs> the one that crashed the internet. I think it is. <laughs> now, the problem with our segment, if you could uh, just let me share screens, uh, is I've lost track here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one here that Judy sent through. She must have found that stroppy. Uh, um, oh, God, did she? That stroppy thing. Uh, look. Uh, see, this one, I've seen it before. I don't think we've done it on the podcast. I think we did it when we roasted Ash at his body. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm going to put a couple up just in case we have them. Just give me a second. How long have we got? Heaps. Yeah, plenty of time. Oh, then I'll do a few. Okay. <laughs> this one's one of my favourites. All right. Let's just make sure they've come through to this device. There we go. Here we go. All right. Since we've got a little bit of time, let's let's do a lot of Ash through the years. We've got so much content. Just gonna. All right. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with this one, which I 
think you'll recognise, but I'm not sure we've done on the, the show. Oh, Jesus. Everybody was um, going food fighting. <laughs> so, look, let me just describe the photo for everyone. Move on. Listening. It looks Move like um, Junior Ronald McDonald in a Kung Fu act. <laughs> It's the way I would describe it. I think that's the happiest I've ever seen, Ash. Look at the smile oh, on his face. Almost as oh, almost God. as happy as uh, that ice cream in the restaurant. <laughs> uh, in the pirate shit. In the pirate shit. Here he's gone, I'm not a pirate. I'm uh, I'm from Hong Kong Fui. And uh, he's he's got the some of the best pajamas like this. This is before he discovered the Richmond pyjamas. These are the ones, though. And he is yeah. proud as punch in, the, in a nice little white number. Looks like it's from Singapore, I would say. Bright white. Is, uh, Very good, Richard. Red around the, the hem and just looking looking dapper, looking so excited to be alive, and that's what we love. Ash, tell us, tell us the history of this photo. Now, you're on the point. Richo, Singapore pyjamas. Um, I think mum and dad brought those back from Singapore. Um, yeah. I wish they would have got me a haircut, though. Like, <laughs> I tell you what, it's not often you see a ginger with an afro. <laughs> <laughs> ginger gollywog. <laughs> I, I bet you wish that you had that much hair now, mate. Oh, it's a struggle to keep it. I'm impressed with that watch too, mate. That watch is about the size of your head. What's going on there? That is some bling, isn't it? Wow, that's that's the fashion, you know. Um, yeah, the big sure watches. I think that's the fashion. Well, it is now. Is it a Rolex yeah, from Singapore or what? <laughs> probably. <laughs> it, was pr- it was probably a Roblex. Probably. It's like you're about 30 years ahead of your time. With that watch, but no, it's... Uh, yeah. It's good. Hey, I'm look, very excited. Just, hey, if you, if you live long enough, the Singaporean pyjama will probably come in. I'm pretty sure you're not fitting back into them. <laughs> we'll all be uh, we'll all be wearing those. So that's number one. Have you still got them, mate? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> I bet you, Junior, pull it out. Yeah. Oh, oh that gold. Actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> we did. We did. We did have uh, um, a friend, uh, one of our fa- yeah, factory in Thailand, that uh, sent through some Gucci ones. It's very Gucci. similar sort of, uh, yeah. <laughs> sent them through. So um, they're, they're very Thailand fake. Um, for you? For, for all three of us. Oh. Where's the photo of that? Family photo, nah, you're not, come on. You're not, get, you're not getting that. Oh, let me see it down. And I tell you what, this is um, this is number two just because we can. Because we can. <laughs> um, uh, now, Judy was very disappointed <laughs> because she did. She thought she had the full photo. This is a homemade, a homemade Superman cape. Uh, and this is Ash. It is Makita. Trucker cap uh, and his Superman cape on, just ready to fight crime. And not as happy as, as he was with the Singapore pyjamas, as you'll see. The smile on his face, not, not as bright. But uh, do, you know what, do you know what I just realised? 
<laughs> that photo is just... I've had a light bulb moment. Spit it out. I look, exact, I look exactly like my daughter. Yeah, you do in that photo. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. You do. Well, I keep saying she looks... It's probably more like she looks like you, but... Wow, I keep yeah, saying yeah, she yeah, looks like cool. Fiona, but... Um, no, no, there's yeah. a lot of you in her, but... Um, Stop digressing, Ashford. Um, did did he give you your Makita back? All superheroes <laughs> wear capes. Isn't it not all superheroes wear capes? But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing it. I'm wear, wearing a cape, so obviously all superheroes wear capes, Richard. All superheroes you, uh, wear their underwear on the outside too. Were you wearing your underwear on the outside? Wow, this is the I problem. Can only we don't hope. have any. Probably doing it now, yet. but. <laughs> Not deliberately. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Could we find some, you know, more current photos or something? Or no, you know, no, no. Where this is the fun in that? We find some more of Russell. I'll enjoy that. More of Russell. We'll find oh, some. No. Um, we'll find some from your bucks. Oh, oh there's no photos of that. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure there's no really photos. Pulled off the side. I, of the definitely, road on. <laughs> oh, I definitely don't have any photos of that. I don't even have any memory of that. Oh, I do. And nor oh, should you. It was hilarious, but um, stitched up by a bunch of stooges. No comment. So there you have it. A couple of ash through the years. We had Singapore pajamas into. Superman and still wearing a shirt, so thinks he's Clark Kent as well. So, <laughs> Confused. Very well done. <laughs> and maintaining that state. <laughs> well into like his 80. 40s. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, glad you enjoy it. Oh, we glad do. So good. Absolutely. It's the oh, best idea Richard's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Huge shout out to Judy for providing the photos too. Judy, Judy just excelling. And look, I hope she has found that stripy uh, photo album Fair and up. can send a few more for. And, uh, and huge shout out to Judy. She she's made a few comments trying to um, lessen the fun of Ashford on uh, on Facebook. Oh. All I can say is nice try, Judy, but. We're going to have our fun regardless. <laughs> what's, what's, she just said, look, maybe, maybe just tone it down a little or? No, 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 nothing like that. No. But she's just trying to make the photos, family photos again instead of uh, <laughs> mistakes, mistakes of her son, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is you got to be careful what you start, Judy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, no. Oh, so good. No, not really. <laughs> oh, no, just... Not really. Absolutely. All righty. Let's talk about the footy on the weekend. We touched on it a little bit. It's a very exciting weekend. It's Anzac weekend. One of my favourites. Always love the Anzac Day clash, even when Essendon and Collingwood aren't doing well. But certainly over the last few years, the Anzac Eve clash has become just as important. Love the night game. Yeah. Love the horse going around the MCG. 
Love the lighting of the cauldron and all that stuff. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good night. Looking forward to it. It's not a sellout, which is pretty disappointing. Get down there, Melbourne fans. It's not snow season. Yeah. Yet. Jesus. It's a tough one, that, isn't it, though? Like, you don't know what the bloody um, capacity was going to be like. I'm gl- it's 100%, right? Is that what? Uh, 85, I think. 85. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would have thought <laughs> the Ds are up and about, the Tigers are up and about. You don't want to be bloody overshadowed by the Tigers because they'll do it to you. The fans will make way much too much noise. No, nah, the, the MCC will be full of, of uh, cucumber and cheese eating. <laughs> Not noisemakers, <laughs> that's the problem. Just down the members' wing, it'll be perfect. Uh, just everywhere else will be in a bit of trouble, I think. But uh, just looking at the games, what else we got this weekend? I reckon GW, I reckon tomorrow night will be pretty good. There's always that little bit of rivalry there that they had for a few years. And GWS, give them credit, a few injuries, but they're they're chomping along. So I think that'll be an all right, mate. I was curious because I saw that um, Mumford was out. He's out, but he's in an emergency. I thought he was injured, managed. Jesus, what, because he's so old. Um, Who the hell's Matt Flynn? (laughs) Never heard of him. He's the other guy. He's he's the other Ruckman. He's he's meant to be all right, isn't he? I was gonna say, he must have gone all right against Melbourne. He had eleven hitouts to advantage against probably the premier Ruckman in the comp. Um, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I reckon. You ever been to the AFL stats, like the player pages, and looked at their stats? Mm-hmm. So they have the season average versus their career average on one. And this kid, Matt Flynn, right? His season average for disposals, he only played three games, they've all been this year. His season average for disposals is 14, which is average. But his career average is 14, which is above average. Um, Right, so... Yeah, everything, like, his handballs, 9.3 per game, average. But for his career, that's elite. Either the Ruckman have been what? very good this year <laughs> or, yeah, or the there's something wrong with the whole stat thing, but yeah. uh, always it's laugh when I say that shit. I'm elite. Strange bit of code in the uh, in the system there. So that'll be good. Um, yeah, okay. Gold Coast versus Sydney Swans. Mm. Oh, they'll get it smashed, Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh, Geelong Cats versus West Coast. I'm, uh, I'm on West Coast there. They're going to come over and smack them, I reckon. Down at the Cattery? Yep. 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 I hope cats are, the Cats are going no good. Oh, oh, I hope you're right. Only because, and it's not that Dolphin, I, it's, I'm not hating on the Cats. Oh, I'm not hating on the Cats. I've made all these comments about the Cats we because like shit. If they're good, I look like a dickhead. So I'm hoping they're crap. At this stage, the curse is up and about. Oh, you love your fucking curse. Uh, West Coast really need a win on the road. They're, they're home, hometown bullies at the moment. And uh, after coming over here and putting the queue in the rack uh, after about 
2.7 quarters against uh, St Kilda. They want to come over here and do a pretty good show. So Then we've got Carlton versus the Brisbane Lions. I reckon Carlton, but I say that every week. Stop saying that. Yeah, you really <laughs> got to stop saying it, um, Richard. Just not following you in there. Um, 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 uh, yeah. Richmond, Richmond will probably beat Melbourne. Not that I want them to. But I can't yeah. wait for I, that. I honestly, I honestly think that Demons at $2.10. What's the line on the Demons Tigers game? A cheeky line. Oh, it's only six points. Oh, that's shit. Points. Come on, you bookmakers. Pull your finger out and give us punters a go. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to go a five-leg multi here. We're going to go Brisbane Lions. We're going to go West Coast Eagles. This is all just on the nose. We're going to go Hawthorne to beat Radelaide Crows. And we're going to go Richmond to beat the Mighty Bees. Hopefully in a very, very close one. But we're going to do that. That is our five-leg multi. Hang on, that's only four. Uh, okay. What did you say? Bruce, I got Brisbane, West Coast, Hawthorne and Richmond. What was that yep, one? Yeah, okay. Maybe it's just four. Uh, um, actually, yeah, let's chuck the Sydney Swans in there at $1.65 as well. Essendon to beat Collingwood. No. We want to add Essendon? No. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at Sydney. So we have Brisbane Lions, West Coast Eagles, Sydney, Hawthorne and Richmond all on the nose. That's an $18.52 with an odds boost to $21.67 for our five-leg monthly. That'll do. No, that's a good one. Don't have to worry about winning by 100 points. No worries about, no worries about lines, margins, nothing. Just need them. Just need him to win. Yeah. There we go. Easy. Easy. Love it. Just, take, take, just straight to the bank. Yeah, but no, that should be a few, a few good games. Something worth watching. So we'll see how we go. Isn't it good to have, like you were saying before, no crowds at the soccer? There's no crowds at the NBA. There's no crowds anywhere. It's just but we're getting out, getting amongst it. Eighty-five thousand. It's gonna be great. Yeah, there was only it's gonna there be was, really good. There was only thirty-two thousand at the G for the Carlton Port Adelaide game, but it's just great. Like oh, <laughs> I love going to the footy because you sit amongst the opposition fans. So like the first game was Carlton Richmond. I was lucky enough to Ash. Not not been able to go. I got to sit in amongst the Richmond members, which was just fantastic. <laughs> well, I sat behind the goals, Carlton, uh, Port Adelaide, and there was this Port Adelaide fan behind me, and it's and it is it is great to sit amongst opposition fans and have a bit of back and forth, and it's all good yeah, fun. Good, good people, and it's good fun. It's there's nothing better. Yeah, this guy, I, I don't understand Port Adelaide Spurs. I think they listen to Kane Corns way too much. Oh, no. They were fixed, oh. all of them. So so we sat amongst these, there was three guys behind us. They were fixated on Carlton. Every time Patrick Cripps touched the ball, they yelled out, Frio, and then they just hung shit on every Carlton player. And I'm like, 
This is weird. Why are you so obsessed? I couldn't give a shit about the Port Adelaide players. <laughs> I was hanging shit on the Carlton players because I'm a Carlton supporter, and that's my entitlement. But then this some other guy came and said, oh, great, good, great to see you. How shit are Carlton and whatever? He was a Port Adelaide supporter. I'm like, what? Why are you so obsessed? You guys are like premiership favourites. Why are you so obsessed with the opposition? Talk about how good your team's going. But anyway, Interesting, isn't it? Because they're not going as good as they want them to go. Uh, well, they have a few injuries. Um, uh, and I don't... Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, pretenders. But, but it's just funny. But that, like you said, I just love the fact you can go to AFL and just sit amongst the opposition fans and, yeah, you all cheer for your own team and have a bit of fun. That's great. I called them tin pot about 800 times, but... Um, <laughs> Because they're not a real AFL team, they're a Sandful team, and they should go back to it. Anyway, but uh, that's the side. Oh, we were talking about that relegation rule, Rusty. <laughs> can, Car- can Carlton go to the Sandful? Oh. <laughs> uh, we're back in the VFL, and we can't even win a game there, so uh, our reserve. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how low we can get, to be honest. We, got, we, got, we can go a fair way. I wish we were like Melbourne, though. Even the uh, even even the Demons reserves uh, had a win, Richo. Oh, mate, Sam Wiedemann kicking seven, just forcing his way back into the AFL side. So did Brown play? Yeah, he kicked three. And the Weed kicked seven. And the Weed kicked seven. The Weed will be back. Teams aren't just trust. They're gonna. You will be back. Are they going to pick him before Brown? Bloody hell. If you kick seven every week, it's pretty hard to deny him a game, isn't it? Well, what happens when he comes in and he plays and doesn't get a kick? Who do you drop? That's the question. Uh, Jones. (laughs) 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 Well, you can. You can. You can just play it. Luckily, he's not a forward. Uh, uh, who is, is it? Mitch Brown or something like that. There's another Brown played on the weekend. Mitch Brown. Something like that. Anyway. There, there's a couple of guys because Cosme was out. Hibbard came in and then uh, Bailey Fritch got injured and someone else came in. So that other guy who came in, whose name escapes me, he'll go. But, yeah, it's, it's actually really good. The D's have not been in this position for a long time. The uh, the fight, you know, there's about 26 or 27 people that could get into our 22. It's uh, so good. Well, that's that's well, great. Because they usually usually you have a bit of a torrid run with the injury, hmm. sort of mess with your last few years. So it's good to have a healthy list and and have that selection. Absolutely, good problems to have. It's like the Tigers. Just puts more pressure on the coaches just to. Pick it right. Well, no. There's other things happening on the weekend. Where is uh, where's the quaddy going to be? Oh, who knows? But we've got. Uh, I wish we wish we had double we've got double header. What? We've got the double header of City Racing on the weekend. Caulfield Flemington. Yeah, Saturday, see. Sunday. We reckon we'd have more luck on a Sunday. 
No, I'm just saying there's, you know, some good racing both days. <laughs> you know what I'm annoyed about? Why do they play um, local footy on a Sunday on Anzac Day? So the kids is already on Sunday. It's always on a Sunday. Mm. Now all the local, like the seniors, is playing the, for the Northern Football League anyway. It's all played on the Sunday. It's the biggest pain on the backside. Mm, I wonder why that is. Guess who's Cal- guess who Callum's playing this weekend? Richmond. Ooh, that's really confusing because they're both the Tigers. Yeah, what's the go there? What's good? Uh, Callum C must have wear some weird jump like two Tigers league jumpers. Yeah, well, yeah, I think there's actually three teams that are the Tigers. <laughs> really? The Yarra football, Yarra Junior Football League's like the biggest junior football league in Australia or something. And there's so many teams, and there's there's the a lot of animals squad. out there. Right? <laughs> well, there are two. You know, but... We don't all have yeah. to be Tigers. Oh, about the Bilbies. <laughs> the Bilbies. The Quokkas. The Axolotls. Oh, God. Get off the drugs, will ya? The Huntsman. <laughs> the Wolf Spiders. Oh, my shit. Uh, all right, has that brought us enough time? Where's that body? Uh, that's important as enough time. Um... Actually, uh, there's big fields everywhere. Maybe yeah. we should not worry about it and just go with whatever. You know where? What about Queen Queen Bian? Queen Queen Bian. Queen Bian. Yeah, that's where I want the body to live. Where the hell is that? Can you can you can you repeat that that uh, town again? Queen Bian. <laughs> queen, that's like I'll have a queen banayan. Can I have a queen banayan with garlic sauce? A queen banayan on the rocks, thank you. Oh. I don't know if there'll be a quaddy there. If there's a quaddy there, I'll have to be a quaddy there. You know who's running in race four, which would be the second leg of the quaddy? Zipper. Foxy. Oh, God. Jamoka. We won't be having it. Won't be having it. Over a mile, should be a chance, sure. I reckon. Oh, God, where are we going? Let's, um, if we're not going to go in Queen and the uh Dalby. Dalby. Right. Toyota certified vehicles, BM55. Oh, yeah, sounds like a Glock. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go back There's to the a comment on Jamaica. Sorry, I'm just reading the comment on Jamoka. Not far from the winner at her last appearance and rates highly. Fucking hell. She's never rated highly in its life. She was only just beat, copy, copy and paste. She, she was, was beat a length and a half last time over a mile in the same sort of race. Don't, don't oh. be too much. Oh, well, put it, let's put it in the multi. <laughs> I'll tell you. No, thanks. I've actually just <laughs> I've found your multi pick, Ash. Have you? Yeah, Extra time. Yep, extra time paying seven dollars fifty for the place. So oh, beautiful, Morfordville. <laughs> yeah, Morfordville. Stakes race. The Nitski. Yeah. Nitski. The Nitski. 
over $1,431.550. Where are you looking, Richo? Sportsbet. Yeah. The sports bill. Ground smart is there's um just massive fields there. Yeah, big fields. Steer away from there. Um, Especially when you got those Victorians going over there. Anavisto, Incredulous Dream, Agreeable. Doombin. Big fields there, though, aren't they? Yeah, well, third leg's got three scratchings, though. So. Yeah, but That's the last leg's got um, 19 with two scratch, 17 horses in it. Due to have a it's couple right. more scratchings. But... Still only need one. Yeah. Doesn't matter how big the field is, we just need the winner. Yeah, $2.40 favourite in the last leg, so. Gemma Scott Thursday night. One by three and a half lengths, you know, seventy eight. Drawn one, Ryan Maloney, just get back. I do love that we've got uh, country racing strong people <laughs> just going to the left hand rolling. There's no way knowing that skins wins. Skins wins. Oh, play of the day. Barrier one gets well back. So going to get stuck like what? Eight back defence. Oh. Ryan Maloney riding. Ah oh, no, there's no way it can win. Okay, skip that. Uh, back to yeah. Caulfield then. <laughs> well, I like the idea of um I don't know about Queenbian, but um or Dolby. Um Wangaratta. Kuna Barabran. Kembla Grange. Oh, yeah. Done. Okay. Kembla Grange. Kembla Grange. That's perfect. 10, yeah. 12 with the scratching already. Uh, 10 and 11. That's perfect. We can't get that one, boys. Oh, oh come on. Pressure's on. <laughs> Rusty's called it. Look, especially when. Quite a few of the punters in this group have an aversion to putting the favourite in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're up against it. you got to put yourself in that boat, though, don't you? Well, thinking that somebody else will put it in. Well, don't think that. Put the best horse yeah. in that you think. That's the idea yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah true. Oh. I think I've found my multi tip. Oh. Cockjoy. Don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> nah, I've got nothing. Race seven at Ascot. Cockjoy. Uh, oh, well, the... but Bruce Almighty's in there actually, so mm. anyway, we'll work through that. Sorry, I didn't realise that two of the legs of that quite yet um, at Campbell Grange are maidens. 
That's all right. We've called it. So we've got any tips for anyone other than Cockjoy? Uh, uh, just having a little bit of a, a browse. And... I really like Savatiano at Randwick in the race that it's in. can't remember what it's called. <laughs> the All Age Stakes, which is a cracking race. <clears throat> but I like Savatiano. Going well. Three on a, tr- a trot. Um, seven dollars. Huey Bowman, James Cummings. Seven dollars. They're flying. We'll beat Mask Crusader. Mask Crusader's drawn the drawn the car park. Um. Let's see if I can find one at Ascot. Come on, Ashford. What do you got for us? I'm working on a multi. Oh, don't worry about that. you got all the time in the world to do that. No, I'm working on a three-leg multi. I'm just going to find the right horse. Probably need three of the right horses if you get a three-leg multi. <laughs> might, have to, might have to be a two-leg. I'm not making any comment about that. Ah... Uh... Just need a oh. third one to make it interesting, Richo. We've got Cockjoy into Too Good, Too Hard. Oh, my <laughs> God. Pans down? Pans down. There we go. There's the three-leg multi. So, Cockjoy, well, into Too Good, Too Hard. Oh, actually, just have a way around. Too Good, Too Hard will be first. Into Cockjoy. Into cock joy, into pants down. Beautiful. Can't not lose. You've heard it here. I think we've got to wrap it up on that. That is, <laughs> we're not getting any better for tonight. Oh, we're not getting any yeah. better. It's a good, no. that's a good point, uh, Richo. <laughs> we're not getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> so give us a follow at uh, fourth, not first on Twitter. We'll, we'll po- post any uh, double entendre multi we can find. We'll give you the multi-tips, the bragging rights, the quaddy. We'll give you everything. Richo's Riches. Richo's Riches. It's all there. And gamble responsibly because we tend not to make too much money on any of those. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been an absolute pleasure, boys, as always. Looking forward to a cracking weekend. And we'll do it all again next week, see how it all unfolds. Yep, let's or hope unwrap, those... Unwrap the big, the big game. Hope, hope they smash each other. Mm, I just hope the Tigers win. <laughs> no, we'll have to play Melbourne at some stage, so I hope they smash each other. Yeah. You, nah. Jordan Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it the bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball.